Najee Harris the back, second and goal. And kick it, end zone shot, and Pickens caught it! Inbounds, yes! Touchdown! The spectacular rookie has done it again! He has made some unbelievable catches this year. And here goes another one. A Hensley's Hangout Special Report. Mundus's Revenge. Welcome back to a special report of Hensley's Hangout. Um, after our last episode, we received a swift and sharp backlash from Paul of, uh, of, Mundi of Team Mundus. Um, and he reached out and wanted to set the record straight. So I agreed to interview him about a, a couple of things that we said on the podcast and honestly, a couple of burning questions that I've had about team management this season. So um, we're here, we're here in Towson, Maryland. We are at Pat's house. Um, Pat and Brendan are here in the background. Uh, they've agreed to remain silent at least as much as they can. Uh, so this is going to be really a one-on-one -on -one interview. Um, the commissioner Abshagen versus Mundus here today. Paul, how are you doing today? Well, that was a great way to start the interview. Um, no, I'm doing great. Thank you for allowing me to come here and set the record straight. Um, you know, there's Pat's Pat's anti Mundus agenda has just gotten <laughs> completely out of control, and uh, I'm just really happy to be able to, to to tell my side of some of these things and and set the record straight about some of the outlandish and f uh, just flat out wrong. Uh, um, slander that Pat's been spraying my way as uh, as the uh, owner of the Mundus's. So, okay, the first thing that I wanted to get into before we actually talk about the trades is just how different Paul is as a commissioner in the two leagues that he's in. So, okay, we've got the Hodel League on one side where it sounds like you won that league. And then in our league, Cashman's Heroes, you didn't quite make the playoffs. Can you tell me, as a leader... What's the difference? How? What is it? I guess. How? How can you explain how you can be in I such think, different positions? I think my leadership style just resonated a little bit better with the Sunnyville Bottle Kids than it did with uh, Mondes's last rep. Um, you know, those guys are all on the team for one year. Um, it's oh, a little yeah. easier to give them the rah rah. They're going to buy into it, and then they'll be off to a to a different guy the following year. Um, really, the the key is I was able to snag Tony Pollard late in the Sunnyville Bottle Kids draft. Um, and it's a 12-man league with, quite frankly, the some of the ownership is weak. Um, weak in that league. Anyone you'd like to call out here today? Um, not by name. Okay, no, fair not enough. By name. Fair enough. Not by name. Not by personal name, anyway. Uh, Handjob boys, but, you know, who knows? Who knows who that could be? It could be anybody. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it could be anybody. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's just the, the, the one the one and done nature of that other league. Uh and there's less trades, so less, uh, you know, some could say less opportunity to uh, to make a, a poor decision. But, you know, I think we can get into the more of the rebuttal to... Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. So, okay, at, in this past episode, you ended up with a GPA of, I believe, a 1.7. Yeah, I, turn, <laughs> I turned the podcast off of that. Yeah, point, yeah, so, yeah, you, you, you failed out. Mm -hmm. You failed out. Um, <laughs> so... Let's go through, I guess, one by one. I would love to hear from your side. Uh, so, where would you like to start? So first off, I would like to – I'd just like to make um, a, a general comment about your co-host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you to, let's just listen to the way that he thinks he's <laughs> – you just 
thinks he's so smart when he says draft capital. If we played, if we played a, if we played a Hensley's hangout drinking game of every time Pat said draft capital in the last episode, trying to sound like an NFL insider, I would have been three sheets to the wind. That sounds like first of all, sauced. that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I, I mean, let's turn it on right now. We'll be we'll be sauced in no time. We're already kind of sauced as it is. Yeah. So let's, what I think, what I would like to start with rather than, before we break down my own trades, I just, I want to address the, the clear and obvious bias wow. towards, and this is no disrespect to, uh, this is no disrespect to Dan Urban's cellmate or anyone in that organization. It's not his fault. You don't want those guys coming out. No, I certainly don't. This has nothing to do with him. I, I mean, he's, it makes sense. He's a great guy. Um, everybody loves him. Runs a great organization. Loves loves the young players. Really all about developing talent. T -t -t Today, Julian. So I, I would just like to, I would just like to address the fact that he traded a first round pick for Carson fucking Wentz mm. and got a C minus. Now this is Carson Wentz who noted locker room cancer. My heart D. My heart. Probably going to be out of the league after this year. And I got a and I so this is this is a guy with no future. So speaking as a someone who is on the the grading body here, mm -hmm. someone who's on the commission, yep. um, you have to consider the context. At that time, this is preseason. Carson Wentz, new situation. Noted loser before this season. Noted locker room cancer. Noted winner before that season, though. I mean, he was off the team for the Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, what 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 I'm getting into here <laughs> is the the Khalil Herbert trade was a bad trade, but for that to be a full letter grade below. For a third-year running back who mm. has shown himself uh, very capable of splitting time in that backfield or any other backfield. Um, so do you think Khalil Herbert has a path? Hell yeah. Yeah, he has a path. I don't think he has a path necessarily to superstardom, but he's got a he, – his path is way clearer than Carson Wentz. And I just think the, I just think the, the, the grading system here needs to be called on question. That's fair. That's fair, and honestly, maybe this was – so in full transparency, this is a system that we pulled together hours before the recording. So maybe next year we all, uh, you know, survey survey in our yeah. books. Yeah, and I mean, and I, think there's, I, think it's, I think it's pretty clear here that there's one person responsible for this <laughs> bullshit. And his name, he's sitting across the table from me. His name's Pat Wilson. Okay. So, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any, any other questions you wanted to ask about the Khalil Herbert trade. I no. Was, I was kind of getting my feet under me in terms of trades. It was a terrible trade. So the Khalil Herbert trade is kind of the beginning. Mm -hmm. But to me, the real head-scratcher is the Dalvin Cook trade. Okay. Walk me through that. Um, so, first and foremost, the, 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 the jokes that were made about the Bundeses being in win-now mode are just, to me, just completely ridiculous. Missed the playoff by one game. The champion of the league, the champion of the league was the five seed. All you, yeah. you, you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Of Anybody can get hot. Yeah. Um, you know, I DeAndre Swift just wasn't quite reliable enough through the course of the season. And I, I mean, Gus Edwards is is a bum. He's gonna stay injured. He'll never be a he'll never be a, an RB two, let alone even probably a flex. So in my opinion, um, I took a loser and a guy that was inconsistent and tried to make a run in the playoffs this year. It didn't work out, but we'll see what happens with uh we'll see what happens with Dalvin Cook. Maybe we can squeak out another year or two of productivity. And um I think it that was a chance a, it was a chance that I had to take. I feel like it was a low risk 
uh, low risk shot to to try to get my get myself over the hump this year. I I tend to agree with you about Swift and Edwards. Um, it's too bad it didn't work out this year, but them's the breaks. What are the other trades we have to discuss here today? Um, let's see. Oh well, I mean we can get into the real scandal here. Oh my gosh! Of um, course. Before so, we, okay, before well, we talk before... about before we talk about the the actual trades. We'll talk about just a, a flat-out lie told by yeah, the Yeah, so, so just for a little bit of background here, mm-hmm. at one point during the podcast, Pat mentioned that Paul had offered him George Kittle and George Pickens for Clyde Edwards. And, and not, to, not to cut you off, Kyle, the, the, the word offered um, is a little bit of an exaggeration. You know, we're just throwing, we're just throwing stuff back and forth, mm. just a couple of guys, a couple of friends bullshitting, talking football, um, and, and, you know, like different things about our roster – so to say that there was a, an official offer is uh, is slanderous and just a flat-out lie, like many others that Pat tells on air. So regularly. wait, it did happen or it didn't happen? There were, convers- there were conversations that involved George Pickens, but there was to say there was a formal offer is ludicrous. With George Pickens and George Kittle. Oh, well, that's – see, this is where the scandal comes in. Well. Just a flat-out lie. There was uh, – we have a call in from the Yeah, there's someone there's a question coming I in. I do want to clear was it was it Pickens and Ertz for Clyde? It was, it was Pickens and Ertz who at the time was on IR. Yeah. With a torn with a torn ACL. Is still on 33 IR. Year right? old, Clyde, yeah, yeah. Thirty-three year old for Clyde. Thirty three year old tight end. Still insanity. For shit. Clyde, it's, it was at his peak. I get it. I wasn't in, I don't but know, I get it's it. It's insanity. It was before the it was before the Chase Claypool trade. It was before we'd seen much of anything from George Pickens. I was, st- I was starting to have a few doubts, which proved to be unfounded. But again, just uh, to, to call a conversation between two supposed friends and oh, two wow. members of this league, I... uh, to call that an offer is just is just ludicrous. And it's just it's just Pat trying to further his anti-Munis' last rep agenda. From the Heflin Syndicate wants to emphasize, I don't think there's that much big of a difference between Hertz and uh, Kittle in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a ludicrous trade to begin with. So I am offended. I'm offended on on Mondays. I think there's a huge difference between a 33 year old. You know, the, we're, this the peanut gallery is going to have to save it right now. This we're not going to. We're getting too into the nitty gritty here. The bottom line is the bottom line is Pat is a slanderous liar, um, <laughs> and 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 he's manipulating the facts of a months old conversation to again try to further his anti Mondays. And you know what? This is uh, this is Mondays' soapbox. So I'm going to I'm, I'm going to stand on it. With we can take feet. questions at the end if yeah. needed, but. So far, so good from my standpoint. So, okay, that's that's. I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, what are what were the other trades? The other one was Robert Woods. Oh yeah, this was this was fair game as far as I'm concerned. So I, I mean, and I just have another. This is just another another point to Pat's clear bias. So first of all, I have I have Devontae Adams. You know, I have Jamar Chase. What the fuck do I need Alan Lazard for? What do you need Robert Woods for? And so that's a so that's a lateral move. And now, the, the second round pick you spent poorly. Now, so <laughs> let's so let's get into that. It, there are guys that there are guys that other people have taken chances on that that were behind good players. Might I remind you, Zamir White behind the RB one, Josh Jacobs out and out. Who in is Vegas. a free agent? Who is a free agent? Um. So so if this if Zamir White was on Sean's team. Right, Zamir White would be. Oh, you know, he's a young guy with potential, high draft grade. Um, you know, we'll see what happens for him next year. But he's because he's on the money since he's a bust. So I mean, it's it, it was it was makes sense. It was a good trade. I stand behind the draft pick, 
and I stand behind and I stand behind Pat being a slanderous loser. Okay, honestly, I mean, if 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 Jacobs doesn't resign, which I don't think he will, I guess you get another shot at the Zamir White it's season. Just, and it's his, and and it's it's his, he has just as good a chance as anybody. You know? Yeah, yeah. And was there a fourth trade? I think there was. Yes. Oh wait, we there just was. Oh no, that was all in the third trade. The Jamal Williams trade. Oh yeah, of course. And Jamal. Yeah, Jamal Williams. So you and I traded uh, Injoku for Jamal Williams in a fourth. I needed tight end depth. I needed running back depth. I mean, I think you gotta you, you take the fact that we were playing each other the next week out of it. This is a long term approach to running a team. Um, I needed some help at running back. You needed some help at tight end. And I got the extra pick out of it. I mean, I, I just I think it's a wash. And for and Pat was unfairly critical of that trade. Nothing extra fourth round pick. Well, keep it in. I in think I, I think there there are some. Speaking of in the pants, I think there are some <laughs> some things that the people on the phone can't can't really hear that are completely inappropriate. That's been visited Pat Paul's face for. I mean, it, it's and it's just you know I wasn't even going to bring it up because everybody knows that this is the kind of low ball. Uh, BS the Pat pulls on a regular basis, so I'll just uh, you know I'll let this speak for for itself. Is there any other anything else you'd like to bring up here while while we're on the air today? <laughs> I mean, no, I think I've said all I wanted to say about Pat. Um, <laughs> you remind me of a slanderous loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think the audience I think the audience picked up picked up on that pretty well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to the next to next season to. You know, hopefully, hopefully some of these trades will uh, will prove the worth that they showed in my mind when I made them. So, okay, twenty twenty two in the past, twenty twenty three looking forward. What what's in the book or what's in uh, in store for the Mundus's? I mean, we're just looking to get better at every position. Um, the draft strategy is going to be best available. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I will not try to do another fantasy draft simultaneously this year. Oh yeah, wow. um, we got a lot more, a lot more research coming. I mean, uh, the Mundus is really focusing up on the draft and the early free agent process. Okay. Um, any last remarks? Uh, yeah, Pat, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Good night. Till the roof comes off, till the lights go out, till my leg give out, can't shut my mouth.